Hey friend, I'm Mike McCurry. This is Bible Tract Echoes. Thank you so very much for joining me once again as we conclude this week's installment of BTE, Bible Tract Echoes. I appreciate so very much your listenership and your investment of time. I've got a few questions I want to ask you and I'm looking for a response. I want to hear from our listeners today in just a moment. Go to Mark chapter 9 if you can believe it. We've made it as far as Mark chapter number 9. That means of the let's see here just confirming just confirming of the 16 chapters in the book of mark that means we're over halfway we just finished mark chapter 8 yesterday starting mark chapter number 9 we're going to get through the first 9 or 10 verses if the lord lets us mark chapter number 9 turn there if you would while you do that let me encourage you again if you'd like to get travel updates uh, so many of you folks enjoy and appreciate the opportunity to pray for us. And I can't tell you what that means to me. There are so many of you that uh, get these travel updates. I want to look actually real quick and find out how many it is. If you'd like to, what I'd ask you to do is go to uh, your phone, open up your text messaging app. And here's the phone number you need. I'll give it to you. you know, text the word travel to this phone number. You ready? 30933. One six seven two four zero. Again, that number is three zero nine three one six seven two four zero. You're going to text the word travel T R A V E L. I'm looking here over hundreds of you that get these travel updates already. Thank you. So if you do already, thank you. I realize I don't send them as much as I should. We've got folks from Ohio, Wisconsin, New Mexico, Tennessee, Texas, Iowa, let's see, Illinois, Florida, Michigan, New York, Kansas, South Carolina, California, Arizona, Mississippi, Maryland, all Kentucky, all, all these folks that care enough to get these travel updates, Pennsylvania, good night all over the place. What a blessing to see. I can't tell you, Minnesota, uh, Indiana, if I didn't say that already. Man, Louisiana, there we go. North Carolina, folks, Missouri. Let's see here. Can I tell you how much I appreciate it? There's South Dakota, Washington State, Colorado. Some of these I'm probably saying multiple times. British Columbia, how about that? Um, all over, Oregon, um, Man, oh man, I could just keep scrolling through. And of course, multiple duplicates of all of these, but hundreds of people. New Hampshire, there we go. I haven't said that one yet. Georgia, Arkansas, I think, Oklahoma. Let's see. My goodness, so many folks all over America and the world that care enough to follow along and pray. Thank you so very much. I can't tell you what it means to me, to our family, to know that there's an army of people that take our petitions to the Lord. So pray with us in force. But if you'd like to get those, if you want to jump on with those hundreds of folks, I'll send you maybe just a little video of where I'm at and what we're doing. But that phone number 309 316 72 Four, zero. Text the word travel. Now today though, I've got something else I want to ask you. If you have questions about our ministry, about our family, about ministry, about what we do at Bible Tracks, we're going to do maybe not a whole week, but a day or so, maybe a whole week if there's enough, of FAQs, Frequently Asked Questions. And so we're going to pull from questions 
from you. I want to hear from you. What are some questions that you would like answered? We may actually do them in the very near future. We'll see. So if you have a question that you'd like answered, maybe it doesn't even have to be a frequently asked question. Maybe you're the only one with this question. But if it's interestingly interesting enough, I, I we're going to try to answer it. And so I'd love to hear from you. Text me again. Just send me a text. You don't have to text any specific word. Just text me your question to this phone number 309-316-7240. I'd love to hear from you and I would love to answer your questions as well. Now we're in the book of Mark chapter number nine. If we're going to continue through the book of Mark, we're going to have to jump in right now. Mark chapter number nine, we're going to look at a passage of scripture that unfortunately I identify with. I told you yesterday, I sort of identify with Peter, uh, the apostle, the disciple Peter. I remember um, I was in Bible college, sat down with the president of the school and um, just wanted to get some counsel from him. And I so appreciated his, his investment in my life and sat down with him. And he had a kind of a sort of a personality question he liked to answer. Or I like to ask, I should say. And he asked, which Bible character do you most identify with? And the first one that came to mind Imagine this, Peter. You know why? Because that guy would say things and put his foot in his mouth sometimes. Now, I feel like if you asked me again today, I'd be, I probably wouldn't immediately jump to Peter. Actually, I don't know who I'd, how I'd go to. So I'd, I'd, I'd have to think about that. I shouldn't have brought it up because now it's going to bother me the rest of the broadcast. It's going to bother you. We're all going to be distracted. So put that out of your mind. We'll think about that next time. Okay. But I said, Peter. And the reason was, as a brash, young, arrogant college student, still a teenager at the time, yeah, uh, Peter was the one because I'd say things and then either in the immediate aftermath or pretty soon after, I'd regret it. Well, here we are in the book of Mark, chapter number nine. Here's the thought today. Rebuked again. Remember at the tail end of Mark eight, Peter rebuked Jesus but then in turn was slammed on by Jesus. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. You want to talk about kind of in your face? Well, Jesus could be in your face as necessary. You're talking the way the evil one talks, Peter. Stop. Shut your mouth. Mark chapter number nine, verse number one. This goes out to all of you that are like me that sometimes can open our mouth. You realize I talk a lot on this radio broadcast. And so I guarantee you there are times I say things I shouldn't have said. And so if you'll forgive me, I'll forgive you. All right. Mark chapter number nine, verse number one. And he said unto them, verily, I say unto you that there be some of them that stand here, which shall not taste of death till they have seen the kingdom of God come with power. And after six days, Jesus taketh with him Peter and James and John. Pause here for just a moment. We, we can kind of get confused sometimes. Mark chapter 9, verse number 1. The Bible's talking about that there be some of them that stand here which shall not taste of death till they have seen the kingdom of God come with power. The kingdom of God is different than the kingdom of heaven. So, And we're not going to get too deep into that. But realize Jesus is talking about Peter and James and John, these that are about to go up to the Mount of Transfiguration. He's not saying that these apostles or disciples are going to live until Jesus comes back. Who knows? It could be 2,000 plus years later because it's been 2,000 years and he hasn't come back yet. It's on his timetable. And any, let me pause here. I had someone ask me by way of my text number. They text me, that that's my personal text number. They, they text me and said they have a real, they've really struggled with people putting dates on 
Christ's return, and they get caught up in that, and it bothers them and, and causes fear and trepidation and preparation and all those things. And we should always be prepared for Christ to come back. He, he could come back right now before I finish this broadcast, but we're, we got to live as if he's coming back and work as if he's not and just keep keep doing what we're supposed to do. But realize, this person said, I, I struggle with this. I, I gave him scripture after scripture after scripture, and hopefully it was help to you if you're listening right now. But any fool that tries to tell you when Christ is coming back is just that, a fool. And so this is not talking about that some of the, one of these 12 disciples was going to live for 2,000 plus years until Christ comes back. He's talking about the fact that three of them, in kind of, if you will, coded language, I guess, and three of them are going to see the kingdom of God come with power. You're going to see Jesus, the Mount of Transfiguration. Verse number two, and after six days, Jesus taketh with him Peter and James and John and leadeth them up into an high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his raiment became shining, exceeding white as snow, so as no fuller on earth can white them. And there appeared unto them Elias with Moses, and they were talking with Jesus. And Peter answered and said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here, and let us make three tabernacles, one for thee, and one for Moses, and one for Elias. For he wist not what to say, for they were sore afraid." And there was a cloud that overshadowed them. And a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved son. Hear him. And suddenly, when they had looked round about, they saw no man anymore, save Jesus only with themselves. And as they came down from the mountain, he charged them that they should tell no man what things they had seen, till the Son of Man were risen from the dead. And they kept that saying with themselves, questioning one with another what the rising from the dead should mean. Now, I'm going to pause here for now. we got 10 verses in Mark chapter number 9, and I'm, I'm happy with that. But I want you to think about this. Poor Peter, he brought it on himself, just like we do our, to ourselves sometimes. But back in Mark chapter number 8, verse number 33, I think it was, he rebuked Peter, saying, Jesus rebuked Peter, saying, Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but the things that be of men. That time, Peter, you could come down on Peter pretty hard because he just shot his mouth off. He said earlier, thou art the Christ. And he, highest of highs, we mentioned, and then lowest of lows, Jesus saying, get thee behind me, Satan. Stop talking like that. He just took it upon himself to take Jesus apart and say, don't talk about these things. Don't talk about how you're going to die. What are you talking about? What is this? And Jesus rebuked him for it, rightly so. But here, Peter just doesn't know what to say. Now, I've learned, if you have nothing good to say, just keep your mouth shut. Uh, my mom taught me that. But you realize here, Peter is just at a loss. The Bible says, for he wist not what to say, verse number six, for they were sore afraid. They were just beside themselves. I mean, you see two men appear, and you realize it's Elias and Moses, and Jesus has been transfigured into a way you've never seen him before. And they're talking amongst themselves. And Jesus is talking to Elias and, and Moses, and they get to listen in to this conversation with Old Testament Elijah and Moses, and they're listening in to this conversation, and then Peter butts in. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. Now, of course, Peter goes on to become a mighty man of God, and he lives and dies faithfully. Well, you say the title was rebuked again. What are you talking about, Micah? Jesus doesn't rebuke him. No, it's worse. God the Father 
rebukes him. Look at it if you would. Verse number seven, and there was a cloud that overshadowed them and a voice came out of the cloud saying, almost in response to Peter saying what he said, this is my beloved son, hear him. You want to talk about kind of a slap across the face, kind of just a little, hey buddy, why don't you stop talking? If you don't know what to say, don't say anything. He is rebuked by God the Son in Mark chapter number 8. He's rebuked by God the Father in Mark chapter number 9. We don't have recollection of, of, of the Holy Spirit rebuking him, or he'd have the trifecta. He'd have the Trinity here. You can't make a little cute uh, illustration or a cute outline of the Trinity of rebuking Peter, but it does bear, make us think, Peter, just shut it down, man. Zip your lip. But there's probably a lesson you and I can learn too. Sometimes we need to be still and know that he is God. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Bible Track Echoes radio broadcast. My prayer as always is that you have a great day for his glory. We'll plan on talking to you very soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at bibletracksinc.org. That's bibletracksinc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.